Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Nick McCormick on a cold April night. We can't shake winter. Yeah, uh, keeps coming back around here it and It does. Between the rain and the cold, I've had enough. I hear you. But it looks like we got a window coming up here. Maybe get some field work done this coming week. Maybe if we don't yeah. get any more rain, can get some sun and wind. I think tonight's the last of the cold weather, I believe. I mean, we're at least going to stay in the... 50s of a yeah. night from now on so i was surprised the local weather the other morning showed the four inch soil temp at 55 degrees which was a shocker to me for the yeah. rain and the cold nights that we've had so yeah for sure last night was beautiful once yeah. the sun broke or whatever the wind quit and it was warm and it was nice yep how many picture perfect days do you think we get where we live in a year's time it's either so like the other day it got up to 80 but the wind was mock six yeah. it wasn't fit to be outside ain't that the truth you know then the other days it's like well, that's not too bad but the wind's got a little bit of a nip you a know a little bit of a bite to you know, it, 10 yeah. mile an hour and then from there we just go straight into 90 with 90 percent humidity so i was just complaining to my wife about that the other day on on like the weekend thing i'm like you know there's 52 weekends in a year pretty sure should be that <laughs> Roughly, yeah, roughly, should be, and uh, I, I don't know with Common Core. I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, right, metric system. I mean, maybe there's sixty. Maybe we got to go in tens. There's probably a hundred if we divide it down. Yeah. But anyway, I'm like, so out of those, you know, part of that's winter, so they're shot, and then part of them are bad weather, and then all the nice ones, somebody's got something planned for me that I need to be at. Yeah. <laughs> so that gives me like three weekends a year where I can almost. That's do exactly right. That I want to do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The nice weather. We're always farming. Yeah. You know, you're. Yeah. You can't be out in it. So no, no, it is what it is. Yeah, this is could true. be worse. Could yeah. be in the Dakotas, buried in nine feet of snow, and that's true. Everything else, them poor bastards up there, man. That, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. You know, around here, winter. I mean, I don't know if winter's the right word, but you know, from what mid-November on, I mean, you know, it's pretty cold. I mean, you're not going anywhere without a jacket. I mean, no, but we still get a few nice days in there here and there. That yeah, and that hangs on till about the tail into march usually and then yeah. it's kind of straightening up and that's a god's plenty for me and you know they're yeah. still getting snow up there with tons of snow on the ground and it just like it never ends i, I couldn't deal with that yeah i'm with you there that, that yeah that's not my cup of tea couldn't couldn't do that no and then you talk like florida you know we just come from there a month ago and they all talk about how hot it is down there in the summer and i'm like well i don't know if it could be much hotter than illinois i mean it's pretty miserable here yeah the summer it can be so certain years are, are pretty miserable in the summer but some not too bad but yeah you, usually we get a week or two in there that is just unbearable yeah it's not the heat tony it's the humidity that's right that, that's yep. what gets you Yep, just like in the winter time, wouldn't yeah. be bad if it wasn't for the wind. Yeah, well, that's there's a lot of truth in that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Tornadoes. Luckily, we've missed all that bad weather. Oh it's went north heart, or south. That my was. heart goes out to those those four, or poor folk. Man, there's been a bunch of that, and it has been nasty. Yeah, like I was telling know. Cody Gayer the other night. You know, as bad as I cringed on buying this new shop, you know, because you feel like you're getting screwed on prices. Mm-hmm. I'm like. And I don't mean it's to necessarily be funny, but I'm like, maybe three times higher because there's been so much shit leveled in the last six months. I mean, I saw some videos from that one that hit just north of Lewiston, Illinois, the other day. Wow. And then that one uh, down Palestine, Robinson area, a buddy of mine showed me a picture today. I've never seen anything like this. Like, it literally just kept grabbing his farm machinery and piling it up. I seen that one semi clear up. On top of a stagger, on top yeah. of something else, on top of something else. Like, it was a, a 30, 40 foot high pile of 
yeah. of machinery and shed. Yeah, the, like, if it's the same farm I seen, it was an eighteen wheeler with a hopper bottom, and yes. it was still attached, but yes. it was clear up on top of the rest of the machinery. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like it just kept dumping it and piling it on and piling it. On. It's almost like it stopped there and just kept throwing it on. I, yeah, that that is the spooky part of the Midwest. You know, hurricanes suck. Don't get me wrong, but you got a week's warning. It's like you, you yeah. can at least get out of the way if you so choose. Yeah, or a tornado, you've got maybe fifteen minutes at maybe, the very most. Maybe. I mean, maybe. And that's assuming it doesn't change direction or that you yeah. actually hear about it or. Yeah. And I've always said it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf around here anymore because when we were kids, you know, if they broke into local programming with a weather warning, it was because yeah. they actually had a tornado on the ground. Somebody saw it with their own eyes. You yeah. Know? So you took it serious. Well, then they got to all this Doppler indicated stuff. And it got to be like the boy who cried wolf. It's like every time it does something, well, you know, this could be a tornado. And it's like, well, they say that every time. So now yeah. I don't, I don't heed the warning, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I should probably be better about some of that. Well, there's no way I would live in the Midwest without a basement. These people that don't have basements, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I, which I've, I don't know that I've ever come to the basement during a storm, but I just look at it for the wife and kids. If I ever had yeah, to, yeah. it's there. Because who's going to want to run outside, you know, to your shelter that's buried 100 foot from the house? I mean, not that you wouldn't if you've yeah. actually seen the tornado, but... Once again, this Doppler indicated stuff. Well, yeah. I'll roll the die. You know, it's no, like it's like when the power goes out. When do you wait to get the generator out? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. Every time I drug mine out, just about the time I got all everything drug out before I had a standby one, I'd wait it out. I, oh, it'll be back on. It'll be back on. I, I better go start getting it ready. I'd drag it out, get the cord out, blah blah blah. And about the time I'd fire it up, power come on. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Drag it all back, put it all back away. Yep. Yeah. I'm so glad to have a standby oh, now. My. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Once it's out for whatever it is, 30 seconds, you're up and rolling. Yeah. But then it's like the other night, power's out. I get home. No big deal. Okay. Gets dark out. I'm like, you know, the neighbor's lights are all on. I don't hear any other generators running. Hmm. Call the neighbor. Well, I'm not home, but I don't have my generator running. Must just be me. Better call the power company. Yeah. yeah it pops something on the pole, pop that fuse on the pole or whatever. So here they come and yeah. I had to flip that back and I'd be spoiled without it too now because my entire farm is on the generator, not just the house. I mean it's everything. Yeah. I can run yeah. whatever, which not that I'm doing a bunch outside now, but my shop and all that, it's all gonna be tied in. And yeah. I just I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you there, right? I wouldn't want to be without one now. No. Nope. That's the only way to go. You talk about going to the basement, though. You'll remember this night because you were driving around in it. <laughs> but we had a, what allegedly became straight line winds, but it was a tornado back in, I don't know what year it was. That, uh, 99. 99. Yep. And uh, it was getting pretty nasty, and they, they'd you know, kick some store morning out. And we still had Dish Network at home. And I was still living at home because I was in college at the time. And, and uh, it was getting nasty out. I told my dad, eh, we ought to go to the basement. Oh, you don't know that. <sighs> you can't tell. TV's not on. Okay, about that time, poosh, glass blows out of the house because a tree fell on the house. Sweet. Yep, it's too late to go to the basement now because my parents' house, you got to go outside to get in the basement. Uh-huh. It's a little cellar, you know. Okay, so I guess we'll just stand here in this doorway. Like, <laughs> right yeah, out. Yeah, that's a great plan. It, it didn't last long. We go outside the gas station, old block gas station from the... Oh, I don't know what year that thing was built. 40s, probably. Probably, 50s, maybe. Yeah, way it, back. Probably at the earliest. It's completely leveled. And it's three buildings down from our place. It was a, it was a good-sized tree that, that got broke off at my parents' place. Didn't blow the, wind chair, or the lawn chairs over in the backyard, though. Yeah. 
But that, they were still fine. That tornado stuff just baffles me yes. how it does that. Yeah. And it didn't hit structure-wise. It only got a few buildings in town. Yeah. Not very many, but it, it tree limbs everywhere. I remember the big pile of tree limbs they had at the lagoon or whatever. Yeah. There. It just just mountain of them, yep. you know, because it took every limb down on every tree around. But it didn't tear up a lot of structures. No, it didn't. In but fact, it, it yeah. flat leveled that gas station, which was ironic because it was scheduled to get tore down in like six months. Yeah, or, it was. Or less. Yeah. <laughs> it actually did them a favor on that, I yeah. suppose. Other than all the stuff that was inside, it was scattered around. Sure. But, but yeah. Yeah, those tornadoes, boy, they're freaky. At least they don't last long. But man, the the weird stuff that they do, like you yes. say, how it don't blow a lawn chair over, but it blows a two hundred year old yeah. oak tree that's six foot in diameter <laughs> I, I talked to a buddy of mine it was right on the edge of one here just the last couple of days and it went past one of their old farms he's like you know two old 3500 bushel grain bins on the corner of this farm no big deal and a you know a light pole he's like it snapped the light pole off it took one grain bin wadded it up to nothing and threw it out in the field a pretty good ways away the other one's fine didn't even blow the, the latch open on it no kid he's like they said eight foot apart yeah <laughs> you know but it destroyed one and didn't really touch the other one. Yeah. You know? And it's amazing how just driving around, you'll see some random barn that's fallen down. You know, it was built 100 years ago that you think the next windstorm is yeah. going to take it down, and it's still standing 15 <laughs> years later. <laughs> look, look at our, our friend here. Out, was that last? Not this past winter, but the winter before. You know, it didn't get the house, mm-hmm. but it destroyed their pretty good-sized Morton building. Yep, that was just, fairly yeah, new. Fairly I mean, new. Yeah, probably less than 10 years old. Yeah. Destroyed their cattle barn, took it to nothing, took a livestock trailer, aluminum livestock trailer, and literally looked like it. I thought it was a matchbox toy when I first got the first picture of it. Like, it looked like somebody had stepped on a matchbox toy. It was just crumpled to nothing. It just rolled that thing and rolled it and rolled it clear across the section and just crumpled it into nothing. <laughs> Old hog building that hadn't been used for probably 25 years. Pristine. Yeah. Did, didn't even tear a, a sheet of tin loose on it. Like, it looks fine. <laughs> The one building that literally doesn't matter on the farm, it was fine. Everything right. else, destroyed. And a lot of that stuff, you wonder, you know, is it just coincidence? Because, like you said, with the lawn yeah. chairs at your mom and dad's, or is it the old rough sawed oak that you you, you can't pry yeah. a nail out of? Yeah. You know, I don't know. It, yeah. Well, that, that barn there south of Kevin's, how many times did oh, gosh. How many storms like, oh, the next storm will yeah. get that thing. It's leaning. Yep. It leaned like that as long as I can remember. It did, yeah. <laughs> like it never, a storm yep. never did knock it over yeah you'd think either a big wet heavy snow or just the right windstorm but no it would never never take them down (laughs) the one thing all this stuff has did prompt me to do is reevaluate all my insurance stuff because as high as everything's gotten you know i got i just saw a couple auction results and some tractors and stuff the other day and it's like you know if something were to happen like that i'd hate to be way to the to the in the red and not be able to buy something comparable back yep you can't give it all to the insurance company, but you got to make sure you're covered. Like I thought, I had pretty good values on all that stuff, but in recent times, everything's yeah. Well, it's like your higher, house, you, you know, know. You know, and some people do it different. Some people insure it for replacement costs. Some people just put a value on it. Well, let's just say you, when you've bought this place, you thought, well, that house, you know, I could build it back for 150 grand. Well, you're not going to do that today. I, I mean, I, exactly. I just talked to my insurance agent today when I was doing that, and he told me a house that let's say in the early 2000s would have been 130 to 150 to build is 350 to 400 now yeah to, to build back today if you had right. to do it so he's like you know you kind of want to make sure that you've got enough coverage on it right. because you know even though that maybe not the exact house you would build back you'd still like to get paid for, yeah <laughs> yeah no it, kidding you know? i lost my house and i only got half the money to build a new one yeah I mean. exactly yeah i guess i'll put the basement in and put some, mm-hmm. put some boards over it and yeah on. you hate to have to re you know 
go through the whole mortgage process again. You know, you you had a paid for house, but now you got to start over at square yeah. one. Yep. You know, that's that's no good. So my advice to people is, I guess, reevaluate what you've got your farm stuff insured for. Well, but, we've always talked too. I mean, the odds of it happening probably ain't the best. I mean, I guess a tornado could do it, but you know, fire and whatnot. But it, it's nice to have multiple machine sheds because the odds of yes. losing all that at once, like a tornado, would be the rule exception. It's liable to take it all. But a fire, yeah. Probably ain't going to jump from one to the next. But, you know, some of these guys around here got these humongous shops. That with, one I saw around Lewiston was that way. It was a it was a huge, beautiful farmstead, I'm sure, before all that. I mean, even the drone footage, like, you could tell it was nice, but it was one big shed primarily. And it looked like, to me, everything in it was had some damage. I sure. mean, I'm sure something was salvageable, but right. beans were, you know, a week from planting. Yeah. Two weeks, right. like, you know, you don't have to worry about semis and hopper bottoms necessarily. He's got some time on that probably, but. His planter was in there. I could see in the picture, you know, planting tractor, all his tillage stuff. Like, well, you're yeah, you're gonna have to get on that, you know. Yeah, because nowadays it can be something as simple as a busted windshield on a tractor that's put you down for three weeks. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I was just talking to a parts guy about that the other day. It's like, how much stuff do you buy in the okay and in, in, you know, just on the off chance you think you might need it. You know, it's not terribly uncommon to to shatter the the, the door on yeah. a tractor. Like mm-hmm. that happens. You can just be sure. driving through the field and they break occasionally. So do you order one of those? If you got two or three, you know, next thing you know, everybody starts doing that. Now there's a shortage anyway. Yeah. Either wasn't, but you've created one. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, tires are the same way. It's like, how many tires do I buy in advance? Yeah, especially as expensive as they are. It's yeah. like, I don't really want 20 of them laying around. But no I mean, doubt. Yeah. But if the price can continue to go up, maybe I should, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, at what point in time on your crop inputs do you just start prepaying four years in advance? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's one thing, and I, I guess I hadn't thought of this till today. Seed. You know, let's say a tornado comes through and wipes out, takes all your seed away. Yeah, what do you do? You know, guy didn't have to farm very much to have fifty to a hundred thousand dollars worth of seed. You know, well, that's hard to stomach if if you're not covered. That's right. It, you know, and if they, you know, it doesn't even have to. Take it away if it all gets wet. Well, yeah, it's any just, of that. It's just as run, you know, if it's in bags. So I suppose guys that are buying large quantities of seed probably aren't getting very much in bag, but still. Yeah, even a pro box, flip it over and the lid yeah. flies off, whatever. Yeah, I mean. I mean, if it picks your semi up, it can probably pick a pro box up, mm-hmm. you would think, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a lot of the hidden costs in farming that the average Joe probably don't realize, you yeah. know, how expensive insurance and stuff gets. Just due to stuff like that i mean you know and there's weird stuff too like you know grain in a bin unless you take out wind and hail mm-hmm. it's not really covered yeah that's the only reason i take hail insurance i mean we've yeah. knock on wood have never had hail here but i want the grain covered in transit and in the bin yeah know? exactly which is a a kind of a, a fact that i'm not sure everybody realizes i mean i knew it in advance to this but but still it's kind of want to go through that and you got to be pretty trusting of your insurance agent to wasn't there to something all goofy all around here on fire insurance there was a big fire Two years ago, just south of it, which, you know, a big fire for us was it went for three, four miles, whatever it yeah. was, which was completely unheard of, I mean, around here ever. Yeah, there was something and weird on that. It um, was like somehow your multi-peril didn't cover. I don't remember what the, but I remember there was some buzz about that, that it was kind of a weird deal. But There was, you know, because, you know, technically the one guy would have started it, let's say. I mean, obviously he didn't do it on purpose, but his combine was the one that initially started, but then it jumped to several neighbor's fields. And that's odd how that works, but I, 
And now you got me curious. I can't remember what the details on that were. It was something goofy, though. Yeah, it was. It was almost like you had to have a separate policy. And I'm not saying it's that way in Kansas or places where they yeah. experience fires, but around here it'd be like us having hurricane engines. You know, you yeah. just don't have them. I mean, yeah, not very often. No, not very often. Yeah. Yeah, that guy spends a lot of money on insurance, but man, you got to have it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's one thing that. You know, you buy a house, the bank mandates that you insure it, right? In general, if you're borrowing money to to buy a piece of equipment or whatever, the bank usually wants something on that. But how close do you are guys reviewing that to make sure that they're covered to the right. not that I'm promoting insurance here, I don't sell insurance. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I you know, I hate to see a guy be at one point in his life, you know, where we're here, and then all of a sudden, some a catastrophic deal comes through, and we got to start worse off below zero. You know, we had paid for stuff. Yeah, we got a check. It won't buy us anything. We got to start back over trying to, you know. And then the other bad fun. part is, is you go through all your insurance now, like your home, your shop, all this stuff, because the the numbers are so inflated. Yes. You want it to be covered. Well, now they say in five years things come back to normal. So now I'm way over insurance, yeah. and I need to do it again to bring it back down a little bit. Exactly. You know? And your premium never goes down exactly. much when you start lower and stuff. Right. They're happy to raise it, but it doesn't fall yeah. quite as easy. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Yep. I don't know. It's this weather sure is different nowadays. Yeah. It seems like, but I, I suppose it's always probably been that way, though. You it know? has. I mean, the '70s were snowy. The yeah. '80s were dry. Around here, you know, it's. And I've always thought that, too. You know, you'll get the old codger that, uh, you know, well, that's more snow than I've ever seen in my lifetime, you know. And it's like, but in the realm of things, that's a 60-year snapshot. In yeah. the realm of the world, yeah. you know, his grandpa may have never seen snow or yeah. or, or seen twice that much. I mean, you know, it, it's always a generational. Uh, my favorite one on that always is, that well didn't even go dry in 54, you know, if you got a really yeah. good well or whatnot. That didn't even yep. go dry in 54, and it's like. Uh, what year are we going to use for that? Right? Right. That well didn't even go dry in 2012. Yeah, exactly. You never hear anybody make that statement later on. But, yeah, that's that's the old-timers always go to. 54, and I, wasn't 53 or 55 pretty dry, too? I think it was, yeah. 54 is the one you always hear about. I yeah. mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But back then, they were watering 10 head of cattle. Well, that's just know, it. Well, yeah. It didn't go dry then, yeah, with 10 cows instead of, you know, 1,000. Right. But, okay. Yeah, I wonder what a good well back then would have been considered just because of the sheer volume of animals. You know, it's different yeah. now if I got a hog building with 2,400 head of hogs in it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's a good well. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously it, it is, but, you know, what was a good well in 1954? I mean, yeah, it was probably 20 foot deep sure. you know, at the most. Yeah. Yeah, because, boy, a lot of them back then was hand dug. In fact, I don't know when they started boring wells around I here. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they've been boring oil for years. I don't know when they started on water, but... I don't know. I had a guy tell me the other day that the super deep ones are all on file at the county level. Like, if you've got a really deep one from back in the day for some reason... Really? It's on file. The University of Illinois has got every well. Like, really? my wells, you can go right to the website and look. Or I guess I shouldn't... So, I shouldn't say every well, but the guy who drilled it was supposed to register, hey, I drilled a well here. Really? Some guys didn't, you know... Say 30 years ago, you had a guy that was already an old godger, and he never yeah. was into that anyway. He might not have, but I got to looking around, and for the most part, about every well around here is on that side. Well, so I don't know what the reasoning is. I mean, if it... Yeah, I don't know. I suppose in the event you ever had some catastrophic 
chemical a, a leak. Tra- a train deal world. Yeah, exactly. Derailed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we about took all the railroads out around yeah, here. Yeah, no so. doubt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I had a well guy here a year or two ago was doing some repair on one. I got two wells here. And, of course, I, you know, that geology, that's all interesting to me. Yeah. I don't know how all that works. But he told me that, like, around here, he said, all the wells are fed from the Mississippi River. Like, you don't just happen to hit a pocket of water. You know, there might be other rivers or what, but that are connected to the Mississippi underground. Yeah. But they said that's where the vast majority of the water comes from is the Mississippi. Really? So, yep. Sure enough. But, you know, he could look at that and yeah. tell all that stuff and knew this and that. Yeah. Been doing it for so long. Yeah. Because the one well that I got, we pumped 54,000 gallon, I think it was. And I forget how many days we done it. But nonetheless, it run at 20, 22 gallon a minute was the lowest it ever got. And I asked him, I said, so when you tell me 22 gallon a minute, I mean, how long are you talking? I mean, it would sustain that for five days, a week, whatever. And he said, to my knowledge, it would sustain that forever. I mean, he's like, that. He's like, you could leave that thing run really? for your lifetime, and that's what it's going to run. He's, he just said that's the way they work. I mean, when you hit a vein like that, yeah. you know, that's just the way it is. So I know you always hear people talk about, you know, let's say grandma and grandpa get sick, and, and they end up in a nursing home for five years or whatever, and nobody lives there, and then we don't use the well much there or whatever. And then, well, next thing you know, what was a good well no longer is. Right. You know, because the, the vein's plugged up or yep. whatever because nothing was drawn on it. But there again, I'm not a... I don't know that much about yeah. it. You hear that, all kinds of stories, yeah. but personal experience on that, I've never really had that. that. stuff is neat, the way they can read that and tell it and, yeah. and everything else. You but, know, we've got a couple old ones, and Dad's like, oh, those were good. But there again, you were watering like 10 cows, so how good was it? Right. You, know, it, you weren't it, doing it, four it, loads of laundry a day. Yeah. and ha- Have the veins plugged up on it, or yeah. just the fact that nobody was using it much. But, when we started pumping this one out here, because – it had been off, or not really much water to speak of, pulled out of it for a few years. And when we started pumping that, it pumped for, because he, he dropped a big two-inch pump down at you yeah. to move volumes of water. And it pumped for probably 30 minutes, good, clear water. And then all at once, it started turning gray, and it got grayer and grayer until it got, like, completely black. I'm like, really? oh, what's this mean? He's like, well, he said, I don't think it's collapsing. He said, I think it's going to clean up. But he said, we're going to have to watch it. So we just kind of screwed around there for a while or whatever, and it ran, I mean, just as black as coal for probably 45 minutes, and then all at once it was like you flipped a switch, right. and it turned clear, and that was it, and never had a bit of trouble with it, and it's good water, so mm. I don't know. My old house where I used to live, the well that used to be connected to the house, it got put on rural water before I moved there, but I pulled out of it for the garden and stuff because it's stupid to buy water for the garden, you know, or whatever. Water I pulled out of there, I'm super glad it, was, it wasn't what I had to drink anymore. It never looked too good. But there's another one for the cattle barn. That water was just as crystal clear and as beautiful. Oh, darn. The only problem with it was the hole in the top was about inch and a half in diameter. And the top was like a foot and a half thick. So yeah. you weren't going to make right. it bigger. So you couldn't really get anything down it. Sure. And I didn't want to put a pump up you know, up top and then have to worry yeah. about freezing up in the winter and this, that, and the other. and it was kind of a pain, but yep. I tell you, it's it's good to have good water. I mean, you yeah. know, we've watched people around here haul water for years, and yes. I, I couldn't deal with that. My well's fifty-seven. It's or no, it's the gosh dang it, I forget now. I thought the well was fifty-seven foot deep, and then we had water 
all the way up to so if, if 57 was the bottom then it had water all the way up to 22 foot i think it was or something like that yeah. and then i mean it, it would fill that thing up as fast as that two inch would pump around i mean that's great i can't imagine though digging wells by hand back in the day oh I mean, my yeah that would be a sad feeling to hit a dry hole. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> At what point do you just throw your shovel in the hole and walk right. off? Like, nope, I'm yeah. done. But that same well guy told me that up north around Champaign and places, he said he's got wells up there that are 700 foot deep just for water. Wow. I can't imagine what that would cost. I mean. That would be a lot. Yeah, that would be a lot. Shoot, I don't think you could bore any kind of a well nowadays for less than 40, 50 grand. I don't know that, but I'm. I mean, I remember I guys know. talking years ago, you know, 25, yeah. long time ago. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never had to have one, Doug. I don't know. But I assume that's why rural water is so appealing now. Yeah. Drop in your modular, build your little shed, and hook onto wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what everybody does. I mean, it's been yeah. the downfall to the countryside, truthfully. Yeah, hadn't helped it, that's for sure. It's like my house, the well's perfectly fine, but they, it's on rural water, and I've never taken the time to switch it back. Is Yeah. Just haven't, you know. I'd like to use the well water for the animals, but the way it's plumbed, that's a huge pain. Yeah. So I just never did it. Yeah, it'd be different if you had a bunch of animals. Well, yeah. I mean, not like you're breaking the bank with. No. No, that's for sure. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Times have changed. I mean, my grandpa and grandma would have shit to even think about buying water. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Look what we spend on bottled water. Oh, God. You know. Yeah, and that and that comes back to the mentality of the American people. Just throw an absolute shit fit when gas goes to four dollars, yeah. which I don't. You know, it pisses me off too. Don't get me wrong. But, but bottled water is six dollars at a sporting event. That's yeah. fine. We'll take yeah. two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it would be per gallon. If I mean, it just depends on the size. Of, but I'm sure yeah. right now water is probably well over six, seven dollars a gallon. Yeah. You know, buying it by the bottle. Yeah. Well, that's the stupid part. You can buy a gallon cheaper than you can buy a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, actually, gallon water no, is reasonable. Yeah, gallon water is reasonable, but nobody wants to carry a gallon jug around. Yep. Yeah. Now I get that. <coughs> yep. I don't know. Yeah. The one thing that's most expensive per volume that we never think about, apparently, is printer ink. Yeah. Look what that shit costs. Yeah. For for no more than you're getting. For yeah. years, it got to where it was cheaper to throw the printer away than buy the one that came with new ink. <laughs> yeah. Than it was to replace the cartridges than the yeah. one you got. I done that for years. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad but true. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's four thousand different ones every time you go to the. Oh, floor. that just. Oh, we don't have that one. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I'll just buy a new printer then I guess. Yep. And well, that that's what pisses me off as far as. You know, all these companies, you know, go paperless, go green, do this, do that. Then why don't you streamline all your shit and have one ink cartridge for everybody? You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't blow smoke up my ass that you're trying to save the planet and want to do this and that. I always say There's the same no thing about filters, though. Yeah. Why isn't every model of tractor has a different filter? Right. Like, yeah, what, what's the point? We couldn't have picked from, from six or seven on engine filters. Like, that wouldn't get us the whole lineup. Yeah. You know? No, couldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. Sell me a different one for everyone. That, that, I love it. Yeah, yeah, that just don't make sense to me at no. all. Nope. No. It's a throwaway world. Boy, it is, ain't it? It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, if you stop and think of the amount of shit that goes into a landfill every day. Yeah. Mind boy, it's, it's a wonder the whole world ain't a giant cemetery because people die every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And a giant landfill. I mean. Yeah. It is. Uh, it, you just, you know, you grab some of this older stuff. 
and you can just tell by feeling how much better made it is than than the other. And I realize now in today's world that cost six times more, but I'm like on some products, I'd pay the six times more if I didn't have to throw it away every three months. Yeah. If you, know? you could, if I could buy a new flat screen TV that would last as long as my grandpa and grandma's console TV, I, I knew yeah. that basically when I was 25 years old, this would be the last TV I ever have to buy. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'd gladly buy it. If I, it cost me $3,000, so be it, because I'm going to buy 10 of these junk-ass flat screens yeah. in the same amount of time. So. They don't last very long. No. Fortunately, they don't weigh much anymore. Yeah, that you ain't know. no kidding. But yeah. the technology on that improves so much. I mean, look how many people got hung on that. There was a couple different versions of it. Was it plasma or this, that, and the other initially? It was the top of the line. They were super expensive, and then yep. poof. Yeah. <laughs> We've got this other stuff, and it's way cheaper. And yeah, because when all that stuff first came out, I don't remember if it was called a projector or TV, whatever. Remember, you, you weren't supposed to pause, but it could burn yeah, the image, burn into, the the image into the screen. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that was true or not, but that was always the myth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my dad was scared to death we were going to hook something up to that TV and burn the image in. I don't know that anybody yeah. had ever happened to, no, but that was always the, the urban legend. Well, it's like HID lights. I spent a fortune on those. And then, hey, we got these LEDs like six months later that are just as bright or brighter, and they're like, you know, sure, 40 bucks. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I just dropped three grand putting lights on that tractor. That, that's, and they take so much current to kick on. Like, yeah, you got to be, you know, you got to hold your head just right, flip the switch twice, you know. And Did I send you the TikTok of... There's a guy I stumbled across, and he must be a, an antique slash collector guy. And he said, I'm going to show you guys a, fr- a refrigerator that I guarantee you most of you have never seen. And I forget the brand. It wasn't nothing I'd heard of. And so he walked up to it. Could turn, could open either yeah, side. Open either direction. That was awesome. That was. So picture a giant refrigerator with one single door. Yeah. It wasn't a double door. One single door. But you could pull the handle one way, and it would open to the right, and you could pull the handle the other way, and it would open to the left. The emblem in the middle looked like it was at Buick or somebody that used to have that car that had that big yeah. V, because you, you turned the, the yeah. thing a little bit. Uh-huh. And it looked like that old car emblem. I can't remember what brand it was. I'm going to tell you Buick, but I don't know if that's right. Uh, and the name he gave, uh, I'm not, I don't think it was Studebaker, but it was something. Yeah, it wasn't Frigidaire. Uh, right. You know. GE definitely wasn't a Samsung. Sure. But, <laughs> but that was uh, cool. I'd that never was seen cool. that. Yeah. Because he got me on that. I'd never seen a door that could open either direction. Well, old IH trucks were that way. Like, you could pop the hood, they open from the side, and you could open them either way. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Some of the old grain trucks were that way. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was cool back then, though. If you stop and think about International as a company... And just the amount of, and we've talk, talked about this before. Yeah. You, know, they were literally like the Amazon of the day. Yeah, I mean, it's just something. I mean, they weren't in a little household trinkets, but can you fathom what building one of those refrigerators would cost? Oh my today? God! I mean, just the steel end alone. I mean, what's her, what's it cost to build a refrigerator that weighs a metric ton? Yeah, I don't know. It, <laughs> it's got to be quite a bit, I would think. It's funny, like we've talked to how when you'd open the door on them, you know, this refrigerator was huge, but the yeah. inside dimensions they, were way They tight. were a Yeti before Yeti was cool. Exactly. Like, hey, we'll just put a shitload of insulation to this thing, make it the walls eight inches thick. It'll be fine. Which I was too young to remember a lot of people having. I mean, I can remember yeah. a very few of them around, but was never around them for periods of time. I wonder how much the compressor ran on with that much insulation. So I actually saw a... It was on some IH forum that I was on at some point in time, but a guy's power bill was getting high, so he called the power company. They said, we'll come out and do an energy study at your house. We'll figure out what's going on. You're right, that is too high. We'll figure out what's going on. So the guy shows up. He's like, well, there's your problem right there. He had an old IH refrigerator in his shop. He's like, oh, okay. So they do all the studies, this, that, and the other. The old IH one was more efficient than the new one in his house. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> it's uh-huh. like, 
Yeah, so go ahead. Let's let's keep looking for the problem here. That one's better than than the brand yeah. new one I've got. You know, that's. I need to think how many refrigerators I've bought already in my oh, lifetime. Oh yeah, we like, just bought one a year, two years ago, whatever it's been. Yeah. yeah, we bought a new one when when we moved into our the house we had before this one. We brought it to this one. It quit. I bought another new one. I just put it in the I put it in the garage because the house had a refrigerator in it. It quit, so I bought a new one. For the garage, which you can hardly buy one that'll work in a garage now. So I bought just a full refrigerator. No freezer, just a full refrigerator. It only went to uh, 42 degrees. Are you serious? Yep, that's all I could ever get it down to. Jeez. So they gave, they actually took it back, and then I bought a new one for the house because I hated the one that was in the house and put it in the garage, and so far, so yeah. good. But. It would be cool, and of course, the companies and go- the government would never want you to know this, but if you could grade an ih refrigerator from back in the day by the same energy standards what they do you know the little yeah. yellow tag you know yeah. Yeah. it would be cool to do that but use the same standards that they use today yeah. and just see exactly see where it landed yeah yeah but that was cool though i mean you know refrigerators deep freezes you know just all the stuff that they built was and most of that stuff was still working when people got rid of yeah. it it was just so heavy or like i said it wasn't as big inside as it needed to be or you know the refrigerator market changed you used to have this little ice box and then we went to, you know, side-by-sides or bottom freezer, top freezer, whatever, you know. Yeah, and, of course, about the time, which I don't know when IH quit making refrigerators and freezers. I mean, no, it wasn't either. up into the 80s, I don't think. No, no, it wasn't. So, you know, there was a transition in there where, you know, people were starting to make more money, and they had this IH refrigerator. But, you know, yeah. things were starting to upgrade and get a little more yeah. fancy in the kitchen. So, And we went to colors yeah. every on everything, yeah. you know, like how many people had appliances that were some color that you would just, if you saw it now, you'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to throw up a little bit. Yeah. You know? And all that shit's coming back in style oh, now. Yeah. If we could have went to auction and bought all them old IH refrigerators, I mean, yeah. you'd be making a mint right now. Yeah. yeah. And that's what sucks. You know, all that shit has come full circle from what our parents, you know, whether it's bell bottoms, the yeah. cool cars, the tractors, the household yeah. appliances, the shag car, what, it's, it's all come back. Coming back. And the shitty part is, is us and even our kids – we didn't really have any of the cool stuff that I don't think will ever come come yeah. back to that. You know no. what I mean? Like, nobody's going to buy an 82, 85R 30 years from now because that was a cool tractor as yeah. a kid. I mean, yeah. you know, or the, yeah, the refrigerator I got in my kitchen. I mean, yeah. nobody's going to buy that. I yeah, mean, that's not going to be. It's not vintage. There, there's you know? nothing vintage about it or, you know, unique about it. Yeah. Yeah, but man, think world. of how many welding rods have been stored in them IH. Refri- yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, there was a ton of them in sheds and yeah. shops. You know, mom had upgraded, still worked, but we just brought it out here and got yeah. welding rods and whatever in it. Yeah, twelve pack of beer and some welding rods. Yeah, yep. <laughs> no, that IH that was a that was quite the company. Yeah, what a shame. Yes, it is. In today's world, they'd be too big to fail. But. Yeah, yeah, they would if they could have just hung on. Yeah, yeah, poor management will get you, get you every time. Yeah, it bit them bad when it went south. <laughs> I just saw a picture on some Facebook group I'm in, probably, but it was all the management. It was Brooks McCormick and all the management walking in front of the building or whatever. You can see the you know it was a kind of an ugly building to be honest with you. They brown. I mean, it was fine by those standards of the day, but today you would wouldn't say it was that pretty. I H them in the back or whatever and whatnot, and they're all walking in their suits to say, I'm like, yep, there's the 20 dipshits that killed that company <laughs> yeah, right there. Exactly. All in one picture. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks for nothing, boys. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. 
Yep, they should have worked for the government because they were good at running shit right into the ground. Yeah, that ain't no shit. They, they didn't great at that. But that, but that was cool though. To to which I mean, we didn't necessarily. I mean, we caught the very very tail end of it. So I mean, I'm not speaking from experience here, but that would have been cool to live in a generation to where you could go to this company, you could buy a bulldozer, you could buy a semi, yeah, a pickup truck, a tractor, yeah, a refrigerator. I mean, just more, yeah. Uh, utility vehicle, you know, a scout, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, just they had it all at one time. Unbelievable. But what burns me about them is like they had so much stuff going on. They never refined some of those products. In, like in a sense, should've. I feel like it's about like Agco today. It's like they it's like, well, we got, you know, this over here. It's kind of a good idea, but we're kind of focused on this over here. And then that goes to hell. And then you just write it off and get rid of the shit that was actually good stuff. You know, they had too much going on, probably. Everybody's like, well, they were into too many things. Yeah, but if, if that stuff's making money, like, they should have been able to hire the right people yeah, to to keep it up to date, to keep it moving, so on and so forth. I mean, they got into that market because there was a hole there, and they were, they were, make, they were making money with those divisions. All those divisions were making money at some point. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, I would have always, if it had it been me, I would have always ran that as just separate entities if you will i mean i granted it's all in one blank but you know yeah over here it's like well okay the dozer guys they made good money and these guys made good money but the lawnmower guys you're losing money hand over fist so we got to cut the lawnmower line yeah. you know but they would just rob peter to pay paul well, and apparently it. yeah yeah and then they sold off everything that was making them money yeah which was a great plan you always want to keep the losers and yeah sell off the profits so god when we were kids oh there was a shit pot full of international trucks on the road semis i mean well you didn't ride a bus that wasn't international no. otherwise you didn't get to school like they were all international every state truck dump truck etc was all internationals like yep. almost all of them and they all rusted out pretty quick so you know you're gonna sell another one in a few years because yeah. they're gonna rust out <laughs> you know it yeah. was a genius plan but they managed to to screw that up too yep. yeah well We'll see some more of that in our lifetime, probably. Bad decisions are made every day. Look at Anheuser-Busch, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't have done what they did. No. And, and I kind of covered it on TikTok. You know, I wouldn't have done what Colin Kaepernick did. I don't agree with any of that. But it is what, you know, you, you got to be able to make decisions in this country, you know, to be yeah. free. And, no, I get what you're saying there. It. Uh, I, I guess the part that where people probably didn't, understand what i was getting at is everybody talks about you know the government just divide and conquer divide and conquer well we need unity yeah you know and that is the complete opposite of unity when everybody starts doing that well uh, unfortunately where all these companies get caught in in my opinion is okay we're gonna pander to the five percent mm -hmm. because there's a double standard i agree if we don't pander to them if they would have came out and said we were 100 percent against mm -hmm. this there would have been all this backlash, yep. and they would be, you know, bigots, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Throw in all your words. So instead, they go the other route, and they're going to suffer for that for a little bit. Six months from now, nobody's yep. going to remember. We already knew Anheuser was queer. They put John Deere on the side of their cans. Yeah, we exactly. already knew they were willing to, to yeah. support that. I mean, there's nothing new there. So <laughs> easy John Deere guys. It was just yep. a joke. Yeah. Kind of. And uh, so... I, all those companies get caught in a double double standard on that. Some of them advertise on that stuff just to keep people off their back or throw a little yeah. bit of money at, 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 pick your topic, pick your touchy topic. And well, we'll throw 
100 grand at that or whatever it is for some of those companies that's literally nothing yeah we'll throw to keep them from from saying anything to right. us and right. maybe there's a hole in their market here that there's you know and we got to be careful how we say this but you know yeah. say that, the, that you know we we can all look at demographics i mean i got a youtube channel it's amazing yeah. what i can see on there as to who's watching where they're from what they're doing so yeah. i can't imagine what a multi-billion dollar company yeah. can do but you know that might have been a target audience and here's the way to get it yeah we're going to piss these guys off a little bit, but what we lose over there, we're going to gain over here. And, maybe they, and then these they, guys are probably going to come back in six months anyway. Maybe, so Maybe they have the details on that. They yeah. probably do. And you know. I got to thinking today, it wouldn't surprise me in the least, and it, it, maybe it won't be big news or whatever, but I bet if you dug deep enough, a lot of times, a lot of this stuff likes to come with tax break. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me to see that Anheuser-Busch is wanting to build a big facility somewhere. Yeah. And the place that they're going to do that, the mayor is probably 100% in support of this. So, okay, yeah. if you're going, well, then, yeah, we'll give you a big tax break if you, yeah. you know, go ahead and move it on in that, here, you know. Usually, if you just follow the money. Yeah, there's. But on those big deals, it's so hard to track down. Exactly. For, for the average beer drinker. Yeah, Let's it say, is. you know, they're, they're, we're not going to know the, the backside of that. But, yeah. yeah, you're probably right. There's probably. Yeah, there was a, they didn't just wake up and say yeah. that we're going to do this today. Yeah. There's yeah. something's afoot there. Yeah. It's we were watching, which I've seen it several times. The movie called The Founder, you know, Ray Kroc mm-hmm. about McDonald's, you know, and it's kind of like what you're talking about there. Because when you try to follow the money, it's like, well, they've got a company that probably owns the land, and then this yeah. company that does, you know. So to look yeah. at it in the newspaper, it's like, well, what's this company? You never heard of it. Well, that's Anheuser Busch's land acquisition company. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, I don't know. They're they're probably trying to tank the stock so somebody could buy a bunch. Of yeah, it. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, right. So when it goes back up, they make even more money. You never know. There's probably a backstory there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But that's what happens when good American companies get sold off. It is. Yeah. You know. Yep. I, I don't think Augie Bush probably would have made that decision. Right. But they don't own it. Yeah. So, you know. But my point too on TikTok was, and I gave the example of me and Gleaner. All you're doing now is you're just giving them exactly what they wanted is more publicity. If you don't want to buy it, that's fine, but just shut up and don't buy it. Yeah. But when you, you know, I mean, the other night, and I didn't even follow the story, I'll bet I seen 300 TikToks. I oh mean, my. it was just everything that I scrolled through was Bud Light, Bud yeah. Light, you know. And there were some really funny ones. Sure, there was. Absolutely. <laughs> if nothing else, it was good for that. It was, it was a nice, mindless, it doesn't really affect me. Right. Stream of. Funny TikToks and memes, et cetera, et cetera. Like, yeah. I did get a chuckle out of a bunch of that stuff, but it is what it is. To me, you know, that stuff just becomes a flavor of the day. Because, like I say, if you're going to go to that extreme, then, man, you're going to be living like it's 1800 because well, everybody's said, doing it. And there it. were several TikToks on that. It's like, well, if you're going to stop on this, well, then here's all your other companies that you got to dish. And I'm like, how many people were sitting there on an iPhone yeah. scrolling through? I'm like, yeah. You, did, you, got, you, you spent 1400 bucks on that. Sure. I, and I've seen tons of people that were switching to Coors. I've seen that yeah, with my yeah, own eyes. And yeah. I'm like, that. Yeah, you're late to the party on that yeah, one. So, you know. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I don't care. I don't care what you drink. I truly don't. Yeah. I just think it's a little ridiculous to, to blow it up this big when there's other stuff we should be completely outraged about versus what they're doing, you know. And, and maybe that's the backside side story on it. We're going to throw this random topic out. Everybody focuses their effort on this while we're moving the puppet strings over here. Nobody pays attention. A lot know? of that goes on, too. Absolutely, it does. Especially yeah. when you got a former president being indicted and yeah. other stuff and digital yeah. currencies floating around. You know, I, I mean, don't know what all's going on here. But. There's been small skirmishes slash wars started just to 
sure. divert attention, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, they, they know the demographics very well, especially with social media. When, when you're voluntarily putting it out there, mm-hmm. that's just easier to build the database on you. So, I mean, they can collect all that data and say, okay, we need to do this today because yeah. we know that this is going to immediately piss this many people off. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah it, it's a, and social media and you know, we're all on it. I, I don't mind it to me. It truly is a joke. I, you know, if, yeah. if they, if they ban it all tomorrow, it honestly, honestly would not bother me. It truly wouldn't, but it is nothing but a breeding ground for hate and discontent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody's a badass on the internet. Yep. You know? Sure enough. I remember back years ago, <laughs> you know, AOL instant messenger and ICQ and all that or whatever. In the comments that people would make to you on that, when it's like, well, like girlfriends, even at the time, like that's not shit they would have said. Yeah, had you been sitting in the same room, you know, or whatever. But everybody's a badass behind a keyboard, you know. So we'll just start typing this, and okay, go ahead, knock yourself out. The scary part, though, is with this AI coming up. They got to put the brakes on this. I was watching a documentary the other night that said, by the time the next president is elected, is Coming up here in 24, they said the technology is there that you can be sitting at home watching TV and you will not know that the person talking, if it's the actual person or if it's AI doing it. I mean, it's that far advanced. You know, I've seen Musk and all that, and they're like, hey, we got to put the brakes on this shit, you know, which yeah, I, I agree with. I agree with. You know, we saw those movies back 5, 10, 20 years ago where, you know, all that's going to take, you know, uh, oh, what, Terminator, mm-hmm. you know. All that shit's coming to fruition now. Like, yeah, it is. I just saw the other day they had this robot. He could hang drywall. He walked up, grabbed a sheet of drywall, stuck it on the wall, zip, 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 grab the next sheet, put it up, like, perfect every time. It's like, he was walking across the room yeah. to do it. That shit is scary. And see, that's where I don't think the average person, because we see it on TikTok a lot, especially on the farming side, that, you know, oh, they're never going to have these tractors automated, you know, pulling field goal. What are you going to do if the field elevator wads up? Trust me, they're going to have it yeah. down to a science, which how often does that happen anyway? I'm yeah. not saying that it can't, but yeah. they'll have plenty of sensor because a lot of people don't realize, like when I was up at the robotic dairy, which that's hard to put milkers on a cow with yeah. a robot and they're doing it every day. But, yeah. you know, Dan was telling me that every time that it milks this cow and it scans her necklace, that it gets better because it's like, okay, we know that it's got one teeth that's a little bit cockeyed compared to the rest of them. Yeah. And so it, and then the more it milks her, the more it retrains itself. Yeah. And then the next time, I mean, it just, boom. I mean, it don't sit there and search for it, it just on. Yeah. And tractors and all that will be the same way. It'll yeah. get to a tile riser and it'll know that it'll save me a half a second to go left versus right and it'll go right around it. And yeah. That, that is super, super scary, you know, because eventually the robots take over in all the, in all those movies yeah. right i gotta think that's probably right. the way it ends up going at some point you know and that that's where i don't agree with some of these so-called smart people you know what are people going to do for jobs eventually and they say well then you're just going to build you're going to build the robots and maintain them well what if we've got robots to build the robots, robots. and maintain them yeah. now what do we do yeah exactly you know it, it amazes me the links will go to to get out of work like I don't know about you. I enjoy work. Not all right. work, but a lot of work. Sure. I enjoy. But I think we're in the minority these days. Yeah. If you don't believe me, just go to any any box store of any fashion. Just try put to a help wanted sign out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There, there's a lot of people that don't enjoy work, apparently. But, yeah. I There's a lot of people that have no uh, 
But this no is what, this is what really pisses me off with AI. You know, it's taking away driving tractors, milking cows, driving semis, hanging drywall, all this stuff that a lot of people enjoy to do. Yeah. But why can't it take away politicians? You yeah, know? exactly. I would just as soon have robots that when I tell us something, it makes the best possible decision. Because <laughs> yeah. they're talking about that they're going to yeah. diagnose cancers and this and that. Yeah. That tomorrow, let's do it to politicians. Then get rid of them first. Yep. And see what happens. Yeah. But they'll be the last ones to go, I yeah. promise. Yeah, no doubt. These are the circumstances. Okay, this is our options. Okay, here we go. Bang, this is the best solution. Yeah. No BS, no nothing. Yep. Yeah. You know, now they're wanting to do that to umpires in baseball. Yeah. You know, because, which I'll agree, I don't watch baseball, but I see enough that come through TikTok, you know, like, look at these stupid calls of April 2020. And there is a lot of shitty calls that, and, and I think they're kind of getting the fans on board now. It's like, screw the umps. We just want robots now. And Well, I've always thought for years, like, can't they put a GPS sensor in? I mean, I realize you're hitting with a bat. So it had to be fairly, it, maybe it wouldn't last very long. But you would think that you could put something in there, a football for sure. Like, sure. okay, is it fourth and inches or is it fourth and a yard? Or where are we at here? You would think you could tell pretty easy where that ball actually ended up. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It seems like anymore, and it's probably because everything's so scrutinized. The, the calls were probably just as shitty 25 years ago. Right. But now, I mean, it's analyzed. I mean, Cripes, the Super Bowl pregame show starts four days before the Super Bowl, yeah. and we've analyzed every possible situation. Right. I mean, hell, we got the announcers playing a little miniature right. game in the in yeah. the studio yeah. where they throw a three-foot pass to the next guy, and he tells well, they what this guy's going to have to do is juke to the left before he goes yeah. to the right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and look at the cameras now. When we were kids, yeah, on TV, it, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was way back over the pitcher's shoulder, and it's yeah. like, well, he said it was a strike. I said yeah. it was a strike. Yeah, it I, a strike. I couldn't see it. Yeah. Where now you've got 40 angles of high definition that, I mean, they can slow motion right down to the inch. It, it's super scrutinized, and it, but it does feel like, in a lot of instances, like the umpires, the referees, whoever is, or are, search, whatever, are trying to influence the outcome yeah like either for ratings or for it's like oh that team's getting a little too far ahead let's stage a comeback here let's skew a few things here and get it going again or whatnot like i actually watched a girls basketball game the other day probably the first time in my lifetime on purpose i purposely watched the the national championship game and i won't necessarily argue that lsu wasn't the better team I think Iowa would have, would have made it a ton closer. It would have been a way better game had the had the referees not been skewed one direction. It, it looked pretty bla- – I told my wife in the first five minutes, I'm like, well, Iowa's up a creek. Like, it's pretty obvious what the what the end goal here is here. And I like Caitlin Clark, and I, you know, I like Iowa, whatever, I guess, as much as I can. It's hard for me to, to physically say that out loud, but given the – and I like LSU's coaches, and they're, and they're a good team, too. And I, I like, you know, the fact that that girls' basketball game was actually exciting. Um, no offense to girls' basketball fans, but in the past, some of them haven't been. But that one was. But it could have been way better. But it looked like there was definitely an agenda that we were we were trying to appease there. And that's that's sad for everyone involved. Like, Yeah. To me, if you want to make shitty calls, at least call it both ways, shitty calls. Not Exactly, yeah. Like I told a buddy on, I'm like, and that's why at some point in time you just got to bob night it and pull your team off the floor and be like, nope, never mind. 
we're done. Yeah. <laughs> if that, if no, that's, I agree. If that's how you're going to do it, we're just going to we're going to call it a day. Yeah. Which I mean, you can't do it in a national championship game. You don't want to cheat them out of that. But still, like, I don't know. I get a little frustrated on that. Like, just let them play at some point if you're going to. Yeah. I mean, there, there's always going to be missed calls, so you can point it 15 different directions because there's there's 10 fouls of possession. Mm-hmm. So what what irritates me about umpiring, refereeing, et cetera, is the consistency. If it's a foul this time, it's a foul the next time. Yeah. You know, well, you know, no, both of them were contact. Both of them were by the book fouls, like, but we're not calling all of them. Well, I realize you're human. You're going to miss some, but just try to be consistent. Either consistently bad or consistently good. Just try to be consistent. But it doesn't seem to go that way very often. Yeah. That's why I just never could get into sports. It seemed like it just. Any of the shit I ever watch, it's either so completely boring, you know, like baseball. It's like, Jesus Christ, I don't get any more boring. You know, I love to go to baseball games in person. I don't do it very often, um, especially once the MLB started to go woke. But, but uh, you know, I, I was usually good for a game a year or every two years. But to watch it on TV, wow. I mean, I tried a little bit just for my son's benefit. But it's tough. Yeah. It, it's, it's not exciting. I, and I don't know any of the players anymore. No, I can watch the highlights all day. The sure. highlights are great. But to watch a full game, for one, I don't have three hours to sit down and be quasi-bored watching something I don't really care to. Like I, I, My attention span isn't long enough to do anything for three hours. Right. So. Which I will agree. And once again, don't watch sports. I just get all this from TikTok. They implemented this pitch clock. This yeah. Year. Now, and I, now I'm on board with that, that because because how many how many times does a guy have to go up there and adjust his oh. batting glove, step out of the box, knock the dirt off his cleats? Fiddle, fiddle. I totally agree with that. In fact, to me, it should be like a three second fucking. <laughs> I agree, and, and that's why I'll tell you, I'd rather watch girls softball because it goes so much faster. Yeah, I assume because they don't have to scratch and readjust and spit, but but it goes faster. I'd rather watch softball from that standpoint, but. But now you got people like manipulating the clock, or they're you know they're kind of looking around. Oh, it's about to last second. Now they're chucking it real quick from the oh, really? I've seen there there's some people that have that have learned the system on that as well. Yeah, you know it's I don't know. I don't get too wrapped up in sports. I got enough stuff to be mad about in life. Yeah, like I'm not gonna. I, I enjoy sports, but far as being a super fan for a certain team, like I'm not on said team, so yeah. I'm not gonna get that wrapped up in it. Why be that angry about the result? Yeah. When it literally has nothing to do with me. Yeah. That's one thing in this house. We do not. I mean, we don't watch the Super Bowl. I mean, we just, we don't watch college basketball. We just do not watch sports, period. I I watch some of it here and there because it used to be at least you could watch it and it was halfway clean and halfway decent. But even now it's like the commercials are still, I mean, if it's not ED or female plumbing, it's not even hardly a commercial anymore. Like we've got to have, we've got to have commercials for that every 30 seconds. So I get tired of that. Well, and like college basketball, and it's a free country. I'm not complaining about how they do it, but the part I always hated was it's like, okay, finally we got a good team this year. Well, this guy transfers to so and so, so he's gone. This guy goes pro. Yeah. So you went from nine good players to fucking three bad ones now, and it's like, well, what's the point of even watching this shit anymore? Every time I turn my phone on, oh, somebody's entered the transfer portal. Yeah. Somebody's entered the transfer portal. It looks like to me the whole Illini team's on the transfer portal this year. I'm like, well, that whole LSU team and the girls thing. I don't think half that team had played there last year. Yeah. You know, like. I, I went back in the Christian Leitner days where the guy plays for four years. He's yep. awesome for four years. That's what I want to see. Yep. Yeah, I agree. It seemed like back then, it was it was a rarity. You know, was, there was a lot of guys that went pro after their junior year, maybe missed their senior, but you yeah. didn't have much of that. Yeah, there young much. stuff. Yeah, I mean, most everybody made it to their junior year. Yeah, 
Very few went before. That. And I think a lot of that was due to the coaches and the school. Yeah. They just simply wouldn't let it. Yeah. Well, and I get it. If you're 20 years old and somebody's going to offer you a $9 million contract, who wouldn't take that? But I get it, but I don't know. That frustrates me, too. I hate to see them leave that early, and then they flounder a little bit. It's diminished the quality of, of the NBA game yeah, because they're not as developed as they should be. It, it kind of negates previous college records because nobody's ever going to break a bunch of Christian Leitner's records because they're never going to be there for four years yeah. to do it. Yeah, exactly. You know? There's no way. I mean, not saying the they NBA, but when they we were kids, was actually cool to watch. It really was. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of talent, but now it is just such laziness, and it's nothing but a three-point half-court contest. Well, and they've got too many teams. Yeah. You know, which all comes down to money. Follow the money, you know, but... Talking about throwing games, do you remember it was sometime in the 90s there when the Bulls had a really good team, was winning all them championships, yep. and I don't remember who they was playing, but the Bulls were the dominant team, and, and this was for the championship, and there was a big scuttle that, like, they, like they were going to win it in, like, four games, hands yeah. down, but they, they kept kind of, like, fiddling around and kind of, like, dragging it, like they wanted to go all the way <laughs> to game seven, you know, because think of the money that them places are making by yeah. dragging this out two more games or three, yeah. and, and the ratings and the TV and, you know, the, all the things that go with it. Yeah, there's no money in a sweep. Yeah, exactly. So Remember the Subway Series, which, again, I'm not a huge baseball get, fan, but, like, the Mets played the Yankees one year, like, the least watched championship of all time sure. because yeah nobody else cared no, nobody else cared. if you didn't live in new york you didn't care <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah exactly i will admit the year that the cubs went to the world series and I, i'm not a cubs i'm not i don't follow any of it i did watch it that year just because that was a yeah. phenomenon in our lifetime i mean yeah. it may never happen again and it took so many years for it to happen that time that, but as far as super bowls and that i just don't ever Watch. I mean, I never watch NFL regular season, so when it gets to the Super Bowl, it's like, well, it don't really mean nothing to me anyway. So, I'll watch some football here and there, but once they went down the whole path of stupidity, I quit watching for a long time. Sure. I'll catch the Super Bowl if Tom Brady's playing in it, but now that he's done. 20 years ago, I would watch NASCAR some, listen to yeah. it on the radio some, but gosh, I and I guess maybe it's because now I've been out of it for so long, it's like I don't recognize any of the names in NASCAR. I don't recognize very many. I haven't watched a NASCAR race in a decade or better, probably. Yeah. And we used to watch them religiously every Sunday. Not the whole thing, but have it all right. on. Flip back and forth, background, this, that, and the other. But, you know, everybody says, you know, when Dale Earnhardt died, NASCAR kind of died. Eh, there's some truth in that. I mean, I was watching that one. Yeah, the, uh, the old school it, racers, I would say. Did I send you the TikTok the other night and... I, now, when you start talking like NASCAR in the 70s and before, you know, that's pretty Greek to me. I mean, you, yeah. you Richard Petty and K.O. Yarber, you know, some of the big names. But yeah. this guy, they had a picture of his car there. And it said, I think it said Smokey on the side. That must Smokey, have been his. Smokey Eunuch. Okay. Probably. So, and he was talking about uh, your uh, all the rules and cheating or yeah. whatever. And so they were talking about his fuel tank. And yeah. so he, he put a basketball in it yeah. and would have. You know, if, if it was supposed to hold 20 gallon, he'd put the basketball in it, inflate the basketball, yeah, they dip that. the tank. In and so, nonetheless, he ended up saying, they caught him on that. So then he said that uh, 
there in the rule book it didn't state how big your fuel line could yeah. be so he added their standard size tank but he had like a two inch fuel line <laughs> and it was 13 foot long yeah they pulled his fuel tank and he drove the car off yeah <laughs> held, the yeah. fuel line held like four gallon yeah. or something yeah, yeah. they said it was 11 or 13 feet long and like two inches <laughs> held a shitload so yeah if you watch days of thunder tony that fuel line hold next to a gallon of gas yep extra big oil pan <laughs> cut the wind from underneath you you will be proud you know about all these movies that i never watched i did watch uh the new top gun last night good movie it was a really good movie yep. it's really good very well done yeah i like the way they they didn't overplay their hand they, they followed the first one but they didn't overplay their hand and just make it a complete remake of the first no. one you know and they kept it basically pg yeah, so they you did. could take yeah. your you know your yep. kids can see it and this that and the other and it, it is it's really really well done i thought yeah overall i was pleased i mean yeah. I, I thought it was thought it was good um i was telling my wife though she didn't watch it when normally she always would watch something like that but i cannot think of the last time a good comedy movie came out new that i just sat down and watched and just laughed like you know like when we were growing up you had like the american pie series yeah. and like playing like, trains and automobiles yeah yeah exactly I remember my dad know. rolling off the couch laughing on that movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, you know, all them John Hughes movies from back in the day, you know, yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Home Alones, you know, all yeah. them was just good movies, you know. But, man, you just don't see that anymore. No. A good comedy. They they either get, they try too hard and it's so dumb, it's like, this, yeah. I, I just can't watch it. Dumb, dumb humor isn't funny for me yeah. anymore. About the last good, funny movie that sticks in my brain would be like a Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. You know, funny from front to back. They didn't yeah. overdo it. It was just a, a good movie, you know. But even that, like, is on the verge of, of dumb humor, like, to the point, like, if I'm watching that, my wife walks in the room, she's not happy about right. it. Right. She's not yeah. going to sit down, like, oh, great movie. We'll watch that. I, mean, I could watch it once a week right. in the background while I'm doing something else. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah, they just don't make them like they used to. You know, Shawshank Redemption, still yeah, in the... great movie. Probably, yeah. that probably is my top movie of all time. Pretty close, I would say. Just the way it all wraps up, ties together. But, yeah, they just don't make them like that anymore. Yeah, and I, I was watching The Hangover while I was jacking around on the Internet. My wife walked in, and she's like, so what do you want to watch? I'm like, thinking to myself, it's pretty clear. I've got The Hangover on. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I want to watch. But uh, she's like, yeah, we can probably find something we both want to watch, can't we? I'm like, here's the remote. I'll just put my AirPods in. I'll just keep you know, doing what I'm doing on the Internet. Like, yep. Clearly, you're not not going to watch The Hangover, so... <laughs> Uh, and it frustrates me so much on that because my brother and I would talk, and a lot of my friends, 90% movie quotes. Sure, same here. You know, and I make those references to my wife, and she has no clue what I'm talking about. The other day, my brother and I were working on the planner, and we're picking this row unit up on there. And he's like, hold on a second. I have to move this up, or I have to move so I can get a little high on the row unit. I'm like, I bet you would, Pat, I'm all red. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I thought it was hilarious. He thought it was hilarious. We took a moment to laugh about it. I told my story to my wife, and she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's lost on you. My humor's lost on you. Uh-huh. Now, if it was some quote out of a book, my oh, wife would totally get yeah, it. You know, yeah. some stupid. Or if it had been some Oscar award-winning movie, then my <laughs> yeah. wife would have got it. I'm like, I always tell her, I'm like, do you subscribe to Obscure Movie Monthly? Right. Like, to find these random movies. Like, oh, she's like, oh, this one won three awards for this, that, and the other. I'm like, there's not an actor in that 
that has had a career, period, let, yeah. let alone made a good movie. This isn't it. Like, I don't know what you're doing here. Oh, no, it's good. It was, it was uh, you know, this big deal because they did this. I'm like, no, The Matrix was a big deal because they did the green screen thing kind of first before anybody else. This just looks like a bunch of bumbling people right. that are with, talking with a British accent. Like, that's yeah. been done a lot. Yep. I, I, don't see the, I don't see the joy in this, but yeah. moving on. Yeah, the other night I flipped on something in bed there to fall asleep too and it looked like a pretty good movie it had something to do with uh some jews in a concentration camp one was a good boxer and it was kind of based on a true story or whatever and the wife's like yeah that looks pretty good so i turn it on and like three minutes into it because i'm not big on movies with subtitles i i get it some of them i can watch but like this one it didn't have subtitles but it was such a strong accent it's like i couldn't understand what they were saying you know they were trying to talk i'm like you either should have just went full german and subtitled it or full english and pretended that you know it just is what it is but it was in the middle and it was like three minutes into i'm like yep i'm done never mind can't understand anything you're saying (laughs) never mind so might have been the best movie ever but i don't know and i'm to the point now like i'll rewatch a movie i've seen 15 times and take a chance on it because i know i'm gonna like that one same here so if i turn a new one on i don't i'm like well now i'm 30 minutes in I didn't enjoy any of that, but do I watch the extra hour hoping it gets better only to be mad that I've just wasted an hour and a half or do I just turn on something I know I'll like, you know, I've always been one of them on movies like in the first 15 minutes. If it ain't grabbed me and reeled me in, I'm Mm -hmm. done. It's like, I'm just whatever. No, I'm also the point too. It's like TikTok knows me well enough that they're just going to show me the highlight clips from good TV shows and movies every fifth video or whatever. I'm like, Oh, that's a funny scene. Uh, yeah. All I need to see is the funny scene, so I cut right. out the BS. I already know what happens in the movie, but that yep. funny scene is always funny no matter how many yep. times you watch it. Hey, just show it to me again. I'll yep. watch it again. And I used to hate that. You'd see previews on TV for a yep. movie with all this funny stuff. You'd like, man, it's going to be great. And literally, the preview that they showed was the only funny <laughs> the stuff, only in the funny movie. stuff in the movie. It's yeah. like, why, I've already seen it. Yeah. So. yeah. There was no plot to it, and no. the only five funny parts in the movie were already there. Yeah. Some people had a different childhood than I did, though, like... My brother and I laugh about this all the time. Like, you know, we didn't see any risque stuff. But as far as all the Chuck Norris, et cetera, et cetera, oh, yeah. just hardcore violence by today's standards, I've seen all that. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> at, a, at a fairly young age. Like, yeah. if there was a Vietnam movie, oh, I've yeah. seen it. You know, yep. back in the day, anything Clint Eastwood, anything Chuck Norris, I saw all those, you know. I, I know that Chuck Norris can kill a rat. Exactly. With his mouth. action. Yep. Hang him upside down, put a bag over his head, he'll kill it. Yeah. That doesn't traumatize you as a child at all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hollywood's got to do better. They just don't throw out good movies anymore. No. Well, they always got an agenda. We always got to pander to some group. Yep. So we're going to throw a little bit of that in there. I assumed it like Stephen King retired. Used to watch a lot of his movies. And I, I didn't like the... The really super off the wall twisted ones, but like Shawshank Redemption, that was a yeah. Stephen King story. Um, I forget some of the other, you know, Pet Cemetery that wasn't over the top, you know. Yeah, they were just kind of icons when we were kids, you know. Yeah, but I haven't heard of a Stephen King movie forever. Oh, that dude's got to be old now. If Misery, that alive. was a good one. I mean, yeah, Misery. Breaking ankles with a sledgehammer yeah. still still gives <laughs> yeah. me the heebie-jeebies. I was probably. 12, 13, I forget when that movie came out, but yeah, that's one scene. Yeah. You don't forget when you're a child. No, you don't. And like every time I see that actress, I think of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny how some some actors and actresses get pigeonholed into a role. Yeah. And it's like that's the only way you can envision them. Yep. You know. I do credit people 
that can write music or write a song and then put music to it, and then yeah. people that can make movies because you know, you've you've kind of thought this story in your head, but when you stop and think about putting that into a movie and every little detail, yeah, you know that that's hard to do. I mean, especially if you ever hear the backstory on some of that on how they how they uh, you know shot this one scene for five weeks to get it just so Top Gun Mavericks kind of that way. Like there was a lot that went into that. I just saw a good clip on that the movie Blue Chips. Have you ever seen that with Shaq and no. Bobby Knight, Bobby Hurley? I can't think of the the head coach for Nick Nolte. So it's about college basketball and how they're starting to, you know, try to get these McDonald's All-Americans. They got to pay them and so on and so forth. So it was actually a Bobby Hurley video, and he was on Indiana's team in the movie. And so they they set up all this stuff for the last scene. And the last scene, Penny Hardaway is supposed to alley-oop it to Shaq to dunk it to win. And... uh so they're getting ready to come out of the timeout or whatever. We're getting ready to go out. The, the director's like, yeah, we got it all ready. Let's go. And Bobby Knight's like, don't let him do it. <laughs> so Great. I don't know if they shoved the guy or blocked the alley, whatever it was. Nice. Because <laughs> he didn't want to lose. Right. You know? so, <laughs> so they did whatever. They had to reshoot the whole scene oh, and set all the stuff back up because they had the cameras set up to, to pan a certain way, and they, they had to set it all back up and do it over again. Because Bobby's like, well, we're not going to give him to him that easy. We'll, we'll go ahead. And, we'll go ahead. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we don't have to follow the script for you know that yeah. close. We'll, we'll go ahead and take them out. <laughs> it's funny when you when you hear this too, like thinking about a director, and you've probably seen the clip on TikTok. I've seen it a hundred times in the Shawshank Redemption, uh, where Andy first meets Red for the first time out in the yard, and and Red's throwing a baseball with the other guy. Yeah, and they're talking, and it said it took him nine hours. That Morgan Freeman threw that baseball back and forth for nine hours that whole day, and he'd come to work the next day with his arm in a sling. <laughs> but it's like, how does it take nine hours to shoot one sentence or two, no whatever doubt. it was? I mean, it was a simple conversation. Yeah. But I guess, you know, that's where the director goes the extra mile. And Yeah, I it, suppose so, yeah. That's what makes the great ones great, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just don't make them like they used to, like most things. Yeah. If we could go to a drive-in and a 79 Ford. <laughs> yep. That's one thing I've never been to is a drive-in. I remember when I was a kid, there was just a very, very few left around, but never went to any. I've never been to one. I've been to a a couple of them, which is kind of neat. But by the same token, I kind of see why they went away. But it was neat to do. I'd do it again if there was one close. Yeah, that's one thing that never really made a comeback. I mean, you know, you find a random one here or there that's more of a novelty than... yeah. Yeah, somebody really wants to keep it going, so they're, I don't know if they're making any money at it, but they're trying. Which, I don't really want to sit in my truck or the van and watch a movie anyway. <laughs> I'd rather have a nice comfy. <laughs> and that's why there's not very many of them left, Tony. I don't think you're in the minority there. I think you're in the majority. Yep. <laughs> Around here, just like we said in the summertime, it's 900 degrees even at 10 o'clock at night. When well, you're electric car, you'll be able to keep the air oh, yeah. conditioning on. You'll yeah, there fine. you go, for yeah. sure. Won't be a problem. <laughs> Yeah, times have changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell to get old, but it beats the alternative, I guess. I suppose. Yeah, that that is true. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, what do you think? Should yeah, we wrap we this better one wrap up? this one up? Yeah. yeah, we didn't go overly long here, but we did kind of go around the world in yeah eighty days, I suppose. Yeah, no doubt. Around the world in an hour and a half. By yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yep, everybody's been bitching one podcast. Yeah, so we're trying we're to crank trying these to things crank out. Down. It's, uh, we did get a badge um, off of Podbean. I guess the last one that we uploaded was our 50th podcast. Really? Well, there we go. Which I need to look. I mean, surely we've done more. Surely than we've that. done more than that. But Seems it, like we have. Yeah, sure. Is it. I mean, of course, we did have like the first 30 that got eliminated. That's true. And I guess, well, yeah, if you figured if we done four a month. Yeah, by God, I don't know. There's been several months that we've missed. So, yeah, yeah, we have. <laughs> That's yeah. all right. We'll round up. We'll round up. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just don't understand what you're getting here. Yeah. We don't have to be here every week, by God. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We will see you next time. <laughs>